Good morning, good morning. Welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. Okay, so we're going to talk about a story that came from vice.com, www.vice.com, and it's talking about the correlation between evictions and crime, okay? And so the story goes on to say, uh, the title is, Once a Curb City Crime Evicts fewer tenants okay let's go so when I um, I went through it a little bit and I'll just read some of it and then give you my take on it rising eviction rates are not aren't just a problem for renters a new study adds to evidence that housing instability is a public safety issue that affects everyone a growing body of evidence over the past few years shows that evictions have a direct impact on crime rates including studies out of ohio pennsylvania and boston now a report published by cornell university draws the same some of the same conclusions about new york state so we have been talking about New York State, you guys, this good cause eviction bill. It is causing a lot of noise from the landlords because I told you, it kind of, you know, puts you in the mind rent control, which, you know, um, the rental industry, the workforce housing rental industry hasn't, doesn't have a whole bunch of control put it like that um nobody's enforcing you know the rtlo's the residential tenant landlord ordinances so new york was one of the states that had that rent control but it didn't go over so well um there are tenants living in um units that were passed down from family family and they're paying like three hundred dollars a month for a unit that's now going for three thousand. So that's what happened with their first um, round of rent control. Now this good cause eviction bill—it's gonna. They're they put other measures into place where they said um, with the other rent, the first rent control, um, the rent was it wasn't raised, you know. But this good cause eviction bill will allow the landlord to raise the rent about 3% every year or 1.5% of the um, rental amount, whichever one is higher. So now I just wanted to tell you guys about that, but we're let's go right to the story. Um, the report establishes that evictions in many upstate cities and towns directly correlate with a decrease in social cohesion and economic connectedness or relationships between people of different classes and backgrounds. While it doesn't establish a direct causation between evictions and crime rates, the report notes that indicators track closely with crime rates. So you guys have to understand housing and and I'm still with my pyramid because that's what God showed me housing is the bottom level of that pyramid and when that crumbles everything else starts crumbling okay and I mean that's what happens right 
And so, like, if a building, I mean, just think about a building. You want to take that building down, you don't start from the top. You start from the bottom. And so when there is housing instability, everything else is going to crumble, okay? New York State's eviction moratorium elapsed in early 2022. Since then, the eviction rate has been ticking higher and higher and is posed to meet pre-pandemic levels according to a Cornell analysis of court records. Eviction rates in 40 of the state's 62 counties exceeded pre-pandemic levels in 2022 according to Cornell's dashboard. Evictions in New York City increased by 590% in 2022 compared to the period between March 2020 and January 2021 when the state's eviction moratorium elapsed. Well, and and, and that's another thing. I don't understand why they are using the numbers, the, the pandemic numbers to account for evictions. Oh, okay, there was an eviction moratorium. So oh, yeah, you know the evictions are gonna be lower. We have to use the pre-pandemic eviction levels so that we can see the effects of this pandemic and this eviction moratorium that was put into play during this pandemic. Otherwise, using the pandemic eviction numbers, how does that work? That's almost like you saying, I got, you know, a hundred people, let's see, a hundred people that couldn't go outside for two years, right? And then you're like, oh my gosh, now 98 of them are going outside. So the the, the rate of the people that's going outside now is 98%. Like seriously? No. Let's see how those 100 people, how they frequent outside before the two years then you can talk to me right but this during the time where you're telling them they couldn't go outside are you kidding me that is you can't measure that measure before the two years when they couldn't go outside so even with that's that's the same thing with these evictions measure before pre-pandemic because during the eviction moratorium you're not going to get no real numbers trying to measure the eviction rate based off the eviction moratoriums. No, pre-pandemic, because it was already a problem. Pre-pandemic. Okay, keep up. Hey, hey, we, we, we circling back. <laughs> the Corn- uh, Cornell reports builds on previous research on evictions, finding that a disrupt social network in both the communities where, where individuals are evicted from neighborhoods to which they move and that these diminished social ties harm the ability of communities to work together to solve collective problems. The result is that by destabilizing social ties and breaking down civic infrastructures, evictions can lead to rising crime and a declining public safety. Okay, so I don't have to read this entire story for you guys to get it. Come on, most of you are living in this, right? You already know. 
Um, we talk about, you know, I've been talking to uh, the members of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. I, I know a, a newsletter is going to come out today where we're going to be really focusing on um, strengthening the neighborhood that you're in. And so, you know, it dawned on me that because there are no resources in the neighborhoods, people will go into other neighborhoods and spend their money or... Yeah, certain demographics think that everything is better at somebody else's neighborhood store. So then what what that actually does is it weakens the buying power in that neighborhood. And so the resources are sparse. Nobody's going to put resources in a neighborhood that doesn't have any buying power. And so I'm talking to the members and letting them know, like, you have to start spending your money in your neighborhood. But guess what? They don't even know if that's going to be their neighborhood in the next year. Within the end, by the end of this year, they don't even know if that's going to be their neighborhood. And so, yeah, I'm still exposing them to what they should be doing in their neighborhood to strengthen their neighborhood to bring, you know, those same stores that they frequent in somebody else's neighborhood to their neighborhood. But they don't even know, you know, they don't know. The evictions, they're not going to curb until a year after they started, until a year after the eviction moratorium start, uh, ended. They're not, we're not going to see a uh, stabilization of that until then. So they don't know where they're going to be. I mean, that, that right there is a destabilization. They don't know. They're getting evicted. They don't know where they're going to be. And then guess what? Finding another place is almost impossible because of the rising rent. So what will happen? What 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 happens when people don't know what to deal with their emotions or don't know, don't feel like they don't have a voice or they don't have a choice? They get angry. They get angry, right? America. Come on, United, are you guys kidding me? Everything starts with housing. Everything starts with housing. And so at the rate where, that we're going in the United States, <laughs> with this housing instability, yeah, public safety should be number one. Okay, yep. Um, well, number two, um, if you're gonna solve the problem, housing will be number one. But in any case, I'm 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 for preventing, not protecting the the problem, preventing the problem. And the only way you're gonna prevent all of those structures falling down, and you, we just talked about some of them. We're talking about the social um, structure, the crime rate, the spending power, the labor workforce development, um, the public, the school attendance, what all the way down from grammar school up to, to college or you know four or five year university. Look, it's got to start with housing. It's got to start with housing. <laughs> I, yeah. It's got to start with housing. You know, until you look 
you know, these families in the face. Till you talk to these parents. Till you go to their house and see their children. You won't understand. Everything starts with housing. All right, um, you're listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm LaShonda Graves, the apartment lady. Have a great weekend, guys.